Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today as we get into the Word of God and talk about something really, really encouraging. I know that you come here because you want to be a champion for the Lord. You want to be a victor for the Lord, an overcomer. We live in a world filled with challenges. God has given us great blessings, and we have a spiritual enemy who wants to take it away. Actually, we have three enemies, the world, the flesh, the devil. The world wants to squeeze us into its mold. The flesh wants to cause us to walk not in the spirit, but in the, in the, in the natural man, when God wants us to live that supernatural life. And then the devil, who wants to take advantage, he, he rules the world, and he also wants to take advantage of our natural fleshly temptations. We want to be people who rise above that. There's a song I learned many, many years ago. I like singing it. I won't sing it right now, but it says, I've got something that the world can't give, and the world can't take it away. Well, that's true in terms of eternal life. The world didn't give it to you, and the world can't take it from you. Indeed, we have a rich history in the Christian world of people who have suffered for Christ, been martyrs for Christ, lost their life for Christ, but they never lost their eternal life. And so no matter what the world throws at you, it can't take away your eternal life. But I'd like to suggest that the world, there's other things the world can't give us, only God can give us, but the world can take it away from us. Let's look at a verse today, 2 Peter chapter 1 and verses 3 and 4 seeing that His, or God's, divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and excellence. That's an incredible statement. That's saying that you, my dear friend, have and I have everything pertaining to life. Everything pertaining to godliness. Don't let that slip by you. That's That word everything means like everything. You have all that you need to live a godly life. You have all that you need to live the life you were intended to live. It's God has given it to you. And so this it comes from his divine power. It may not come from something the world could give. It may not come from wealth. It may not come from education. It may not come from being born in the right place, the right time, the right family, the right background. It may not come from the right connections in life. It comes from God. God's divine power has given to you what you need to live the life God created you to live and to be the person God created you to be. And indeed, throughout the world, the history of the world, we've seen wonderful Christians in places where, like Paul says, they had an abundance, and wonderful Christians who lived in extreme poverty, yet they did all that God wanted them to do. We've seen wonderful Christians live under freedom, and we've seen Christians live wonderful godly lives under oppression and tyranny. Now, of course, we hope for the one, not the other, but what we realize is that no matter what our circumstances, we can rise above them. Indeed, one of the verses we talk often about here is Romans 12, 19, 
where, where Paul says, let us not, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And that's what we want to be people like, people like that. But let that sink in, seeing that his divine power, the power of God has granted you, no matter what your circumstance, everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called you by his own glory and excellence. Who's that? The true knowledge of Jesus Christ. We grow in our knowledge of Jesus Christ. And the more we do, the more we understand him, the more we walk in that life that Christ has given us, the more victorious, the more of an overcomer, the more we rise above. That's the way we want to live our lives. Well, he goes on to the next verse as well. For by these... He has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises, so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. There's two of our enemies right there, the lust of the flesh and the corruption of the world. And we can escape that through the power of God that we experience, and we know how to appropriate that power by God's precious and magnificent promises. The words of God, the promises of God that, that we believe by faith. And as we, <clears throat> as we learn the word of God and believe what it says, it's like we, we plug the, the, uh, the appliance into the outlet. The electricity is there and it's flowing, but by faith, as we plug into it, you, you plug in, you get that electrical current. As we, by faith, plug into Jesus Christ, that, that power of God can become ours, become available to us. That's pretty awesome. The world wants to steal it away from us. We don't want to do it. In the church today, don't we all pray that the church would have a greater influence, that more people would be in our churches, that our churches would grow don't we all pray that, that they'd be making true disciples, that people's lives would be being transformed, that week after week, it, we don't just fall into a ritual as important as it is to have the, let's not use it in a negative term, the practice, the habit of going to church every single week, but also that we that, that it be a time we experience God, that there's a, a, a closeness of the Spirit, that His his promises are awakened within us, that the preaching of the word uh, awakens us and the, and the worship together, the singing together and the praising of God lifts us up that no matter how we come to church, we leave a better person. And indeed, that's how we ought to be. When we come here, and this is not church, on our, our daily word and prayer, we get in the word every day. It's not church per se, but I hope that when you leave here each day, you leave a better person. God sees you come here. God sees that you're part of this. God sees that you're valuing his word. God sees that you make this a priority. And God rewards that because we, we learn his precious word. We learn his promises and we're reminded of them. It might, not be, it might be brand new to you. It might not. But you're inspired. You're reminded and as we hang on to those promises and grow in them and believe them, indeed, we have everything pertaining to life and godliness. Just don't forget it. Don't let the world take it away. Don't, don't let the devil steal the seed from you. 
Don't let the, the pressures of the world, the worries of the world, the desire for other things, the deceitfulness of riches, don't let that choke out the Word of God. Don't let it cause you to lose sight of the Word of God. And this is why we come here every day. This is why we go to church weekly or more often in some places, so that we are stimulated, encouraged, uplifted, inspired. As, we, as this is a Sunday and we go to church, I, I do want to pray for our churches to be places that are filled with something that the world doesn't give us. Oh my goodness, seems like sometimes the church uh, is only trying to imitate the world, trying to attract us with the world. I'm not opposed to excellence at all. I'm not opposed to doing things well. But what attracts people to church is not the world. What attracts people to the church is that we've got something better than the world. We've got something superior to the world. We've got something rise above the world. We've got something the world can't give us. We have eternal life. We have freedom. We have the Holy Spirit. We have peace with God. We have, we have a joy uh, unexplainable. We have a power. We have, we have a, a, a fellowship of the Spirit that with people you've never even met before, but the Spirit of God is in them and that something can connect us. We have something the world can't give. Don't let the world take it away. That's what we live in, isn't it? The world, the flesh, the devil, they're trying to take it away. Don't let it do it. And might our churches be places that inspire us, uplift us, remind us, strengthen us so that we'll hold on to what the world can't give. I'd like to pray for this and pray our churches for this. And afterwards, I have an important announcement I'd like to share with you. So hang on after we pray. Father in heaven, we bless you today. We love you. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. Thank you for the abundance you give us. You said the thief, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You came to give life and life abundantly. And I pray, Father, that the life that you, that you have given, Jesus, the life you've given, the world did not give it to us. Help us, not, help us never forget that. The world did not give us what matters most. And in whatever circumstance we find ourselves, we can experience what matters most, the presence of God, the Spirit of God, the joy of the Lord, the peace that passes understanding, the, the freedom from guilt and shame, the freedom from the power and dominion of sin. Lord, sometimes these circumstances make it difficult for us to experience this or remember it, but those difficult times are the growing times. Remind us that you want us to grow into greater and greater godliness, greater and greater holiness, greater and greater Christ-likeness. And so when the times are difficult, might we not forget your wonderful promise, your precious and magnificent promise. They are more precious than gold. They're more magnificent than the, the most awesome thing we could ever behold, the promises of God that mold our lives. I pray today for each one here and each one in our churches around the, the world, that as people go to church today, as they fellowship with one another, as they are ministered by the Word of God, as they worship you in praise and song, that you do things in lifting our spirits, that 
that could only be attributed to the work of the Spirit of God, and that that experience we have with you would be real, would be genuine, and would be lasting. And anything the world tries to steal it away, might we fight it off so that we stand firm in you all day long, all week long. We pray for those. Lord, I pray for those who come here each day. I pray, oh God, make us into true, victorious Christians. Help us day by day, Lord, to remember the things we're learning and to walk in them, to have faith so that no matter what the world throws our way, no matter what the devil tempts us with, no matter what weakness we might be fighting in our own life or sin in our own life or bad habit in our own life, that we'd be people who are having more victory than defeat, rising above and being changed, whether slowly or quickly, bit by bit, we're making progress. And we thank you, and we bless you, and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. Don't you love the Word of God and praying about it? I sure do. Uh, Remember, folks, we've got something the world can't give. Don't let the world take it away. Hey, my announcement, if you live in the central Ohio area, this summer I'm excited, I'm going to begin teaching a series on Thursday nights in Sharon Woods Park at a shelter house there, outdoors we're going to be teaching, a series on on basically what's happening in our world and how should a Christian be thinking about it. We're going to talk about things like wokeness, this LGBT, the sexual revolution, what's going on in in the seven mountains of cultural influence that include government, law, education, uh, uh, entertainment, media, the church, the family. We're going to be looking at how all this relates to Scripture. And so if you're in the central Ohio area, Thursday night, 7 o'clock, Sharon Woods Park, if you need more details, just email me, Tom, at TomThePreacher.com. Tom at TomThePreacher.com, and I will give you more details on exactly how to find us or whatever. But it's not a big park, shelter house there, 7 o'clock, Thursday nights. The next few weeks we'll be together, and I would invite you to join us. I think you'll have a great time. be very educational for you, and you can bring your friends as well. So until we meet tomorrow, my God bless you, strengthen you, fill you with the joy of the Lord. Remember, you got something the world can't give you. Don't let the world take it away. Amen. God bless you. I love you, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.